With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Is it time for a new heating and cooling system? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services and Carrier today and get 0% financing for 18 months on a new heating and cooling system. Get the comfort you deserve from Griffith Energy Services and Carrier. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today for this and other exclusive offers. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Fatback 4. Uh, I'm Gav, you can see Matt, you can see Grizz, I think Matt's making a phone call, I think he's ordering the Chinese or something, I'm not too sure what he's at. But um, we are here for the next 50 minutes or so, uh, if you have any comments, throw them in. Um, what are we going to speak about? We're going to speak about, we're going to have a little look at the match later on, we're going to have a look at panic probably setting in. Grizz, you're our agenda man, what's forced up on the agenda, hit me. Uh, I thought we'd discuss... Um Pre-season, thus far. <laughs> thus far. Okay, alright. So how do you feel pre-season has gone for, uh, thus far, Chris? Go on, I'll, my agenda, I'll give it to Matt first. Okay, Matt, how do you feel this season, or this pre-season has gone thus far? Ah, you know me, I said it last year and the year before, it means nothing. Until the last two, three games, it means nothing. It's good we're seeing a few of the kids. Brewster's getting a... Um, Getting in the goals, um, but it, it's all about fitness. That, that, that's all it is. It's, I mean, even even when we look at Klein's performance, that it, it doesn't mean that much going into the season because he's going. He, he'll pick up a lot more than that. It's the first game back, second game back for a lot of people. The the teams just just gelling. They're not even fit. They can only just about do forty five minutes. So at the moment, for me personally, I'm. I don't read too much into it. It's just good to see a little bit of football. Yeah. It is an awful lot about fitness. It showed um, the second half of the game the other night. He kept the original 11 on for 15 minutes and pushed them right to the limit. Um, showing that it was more about fitness than the result because consequently we, we conceded two goals in those 15 minutes. Grizz, um, for you, pre-season so far, we've another game on tonight. 11pm um, kickoff. We'll have more on that later. Um, but what? how do you feel it's gone? You know, fitness is obviously the main thing. But anyone there that um, anyone there that's impressed or not not impressed? Mm. See, I'm a little bit disagreeing with Matt, where I think it's very important for like the fringe players. I've said this before as well. Look, the players that we know are the first team members. It doesn't matter how they play in preseason because it's all about fitness for them. But players like Klein, Mignolet your Kents, your Wilsons, your Woodburns, your fringe players, you know. All right, we can maybe allow the Kents and the Wilsons and Woodburns because they're young and we don't really know if they've got a long-term future. You know, they may go on loan or they may be around the club. Fair enough. But players like Klein and Mignolet, Gav, we watched the game the other day and I watched it with you. And for me, it just showed how much we haven't missed them. You know, Regardless of whether it's a preseason friendly or whatever it is, you know, I, I, I look at them and I, and I, and I smile inside and think how far we've progressed. Because a couple of seasons ago, these were first team members and, you know, a lot of people were saying like these are our sort of mainstays, you know, solid, reliable, Mignolet and Klein. Do you know what I mean? More so Klein. Um, but to me, to me, it showed how advanced we've become where Klein looks sh- you know, I would, 
I wouldn't want to see Klein in that team now, Gaff. I'm at that point now where I think, you know, Klein doesn't even get into my squad. Yeah, for me, like I said, I said it going, you know, for for the first couple of games we played in England before we went to America, um, you know, no one really, no one really had a bad time. There's a couple of standouts, Bruce that being the obvious one, but um, the other night, the other night, um, Mignolet just your 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 hands are in your head every time, you know, as soon as it goes near him, and Klein just defensively not bad. Um, but asking him to play on the ball just wasn't happening. He ran it out of play about about three times. Um, and look, it could be just a bit. Given the benefit of the doubt, let's see how tonight goes because the chances are he get another run out tonight. And if so, let's see how he goes. But he didn't. He didn't do himself any favors. And for me, I still think he'd be sold before before the window closes. Um, Matt, I don't know if you've seen the game the other night. Um, I I would doubt it. Um, would have been that no matter where you were. But um, just a couple of things on it. The first half, we looked quite bright. We looked, you know, there's a bit of invention going on. We, we could get through Dortmund. Any chances they had was literally down to us and mistakes we made. Um, but And I don't know if you'll watch the match tonight because it'll probably, again, it's a mad life for you. But if, when you wake up in the morning, you'll probably watch the highlights he or whatever. Watch, he doesn't watch any game. He doesn't watch any. People don't know. He doesn't watch any. I don't any like football. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> Even like in the season, he doesn't watch any of the games. He's still on a high from that British fellow winning the golf today. Um, but, <laughs> but um, for you, Matt, like I know you probably won't watch it, but when you wake up in the morning, you might watch some highlights and stuff. What would you like to see come out tomorrow or tonight? Where It's the second game in America. It's the next stage in fitness. Is it just fitness you want to see, or is is there is it now time where players that need to make a mark are kind of running out of space, running out of time? I mean, sorry. Nah, again, it's we've only had two games, two days in between these games. It's just sharpness and fitness. That's all it is. Just try. I think people should try to see this more as uh, a training session on TV. That, on that's TV. how I view it. Um, and that's all it is at the moment. You, you get to see, as I said, a few of the young kids. You get to see Brewster, which is good, and he does look sharp. But laying into Klein, I think, is a bit harsh. If if Manny came back and he had half a game and he was he was off the ball, would you be jumping on him saying he's not good enough? No, of course not. You you give him a chance. Klein, he is. We all know his limitations. Klein, he is what he is. He, if we keep him. He'll be great to give uh, Trent a rest uh, for the 10, 12 games against shit. Because we don't need Trent in every game. We, we've got enough attacking players for like the League Cup and maybe some of the FA Cup rounds and and in the league against people like fucking Aston Villa or whoever. Um, and we, we won't need Klein and we won't need Trent. So this is good games to put Klein in. Because um, you never know, Gomez could be starting a centre-back. So who who's your rest then? If Gomez is a centre back, who have you got coming in on the right? If you do sell him, then we're looking for a left back and a right back then, and it makes it a lot more difficult. Yeah, I know that. No, I know. I get what you're coming from with Manny come back and this and the other. But uh, you know, I, I've no problem with a player being just a bit off form. The, the thing about Klein for me the other night was is that defensively he looked okay. One or two, if you moments, but majority of it okay. It was when we asked him to take the ball receive a pass and try and link with the player who was Wilson and Oxley chamberlain a lot the other night, or even get it back into the middle of midfield to Fabino, uh, Milner, or look for a Rigi up front. It, he just hadn't got it, Matt. He just hadn't got it. And, and well, put it this don't, way, don't, don't, no, hold on, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not debating his defensive side of his game. What I'm saying is if you change, if you get rid of Trent, you know, uh, for a game or two where he might be, he might be unfit or, or injured or a suspension or, or a little bit off form. You have to change it every single way you play when you put Klein in there as opposed to Trent. That's just why I think he won't fit going forward. If in, a, in 10, he would fit in one or two games if we needed it, but 10 or 15 games, I wouldn't like to see Klein in their side for 10 or 15 games next season if we had a problem with Trent Alexander Arnold. That's just the way it's coming from me. Uh, Mick is saying I'm being a bit harsh. Um, I probably am, 
but I'm just going on what I've seen from, from Klein. He went out on loan because he didn't think he was going to get into this side. He comes back. Uh, somebody else has mentioned Hoover. I fully endorse that. I would have no problem with Hoover being at right back because I think defensively he's very good. And I think going forward, he seems to have a lot more idea of what he's doing as opposed to Klein. Great, sorry I interrupted you. While I was speaking, I interrupted no, I inter- you. Go on. No, I interrupted you, sorry. What I was going to say is say, I mean, even the young kid at left back, Larucci, look how comfortable he looked in possession in the opposition half. And I think people underestimate, and I don't think people have moved on, and I think a lot of people haven't moved on from this notion that fullbacks uh, are there to sort of just, you know, cover that right back slot and make sure they're solid. I don't think Klopp, Klopp, wants his fullbacks to be like that. Otherwise, Klein would still be at the club. Klein would probably still be number one right back, you know. I think he he asks a lot more of his fullbacks. And maybe we are being a bit harsh on Klein, but what, but I just don't think Klein's up to it. I actually think if he stayed, let's be realistic. Is he fourth choice? So, I don't know. So like, Trent, Trent's ahead of him. Gomez is ahead of him. Yeah, but is Gomez right back now? No. No, he's not, but, but I think he's being going to be utilised there, especially with the emergence of Matic as, you know, probably starting centre-back alongside VVD. I'm just looking at the overall squad section uh, selection, Matt. I think he's likely to go because of the fact that he's probably third, fourth choice. I'd probably say Milner's ahead of him as well, you know, if there, if there was an option. Shouldn't and be an option. maybe he's ahead of Hoover. Hoover's a bit young. But you can see the raw talent in Hoover, as you said, Gav. On the ball, he looked classy and silky. You know, he looked. Uh, you compared him to Zanetti, I think. Yeah, I did. Which was a bit of a mad, yeah, a bit of a mad shout. No, it wasn't. It, was to... a, it wasn't a mad shout because you weren't listening and you weren't thinking about it when I said it. The reason I said Zanetti <laughs> don't say was for the because listeners. don't say don't, don't say for the listeners. Don't say. No, listen. I can't get any worse than your pitch fucking explanations. You don't know anyway, so I can go with it. <laughs> the reason I mentioned Zanetti was because Zanetti always reminded me of. A really classy footballer that was that could defend. He could play in midfield, you know, and in that area of the pitch. But up front, he, you know, when he was up the, that end of the pitch, he never seemed to panic. He seemed to know what to do with the ball all the time. That's why I said Zanetti. And you no, were just being no, racist because I didn't, you know, say Cafe no, or something no, like that. That's the truth no, of it. No, no, it is the truth of it, yeah. isn't it, Matt? Stop it, yeah. stop it, yeah. I was calling. I was <laughs> I'm looking at the ball. I was, I was calling. Very like you. Of, sort of, <laughs> Sort of, you know, a, a, a cross between VVD and Trent in terms of he had the elegance and class, sort of a VVD, and he had the passing and the and the, you know, the technique of striking the ball of Trent. So, you know, that's why I said it. But no problem, fair enough. You know, Zanetti, I'll take Zanetti comparison, no problem. Okay, but we move Pat, on. Paddy says, um, Grizz, you're a sexy fucker. Matt is my hero, and Gav is the leader of men. Um, we didn't even pay him to say that. Um. I'll drop a fiver over to him during the week, though. Um, I think that's fair enough. Yeah, all three comments, I think that's fair enough. Yeah, no, like, you know, Maverick there says, uh, Klein <clears throat> is okay. We don't need to an- overanalyze him. He'd be fine for 10 to 15 games. I don't. Agreed. I don't. I don't agree. I don't agree. And look, it could happen. I don't agree. I, I could be wrong. I've been mm. wrong. I'm more, probably wrong more than I'm right, but I just don't agree on it. Um, lads, we have to move on to um, some some transfer talk and some well it's not transfer talks there's no transfers happening but just people's people's take on this and from what I can make out a lot of people are panicking now we are 15 minutes or so into this show and comments are flying in here with regards to uh, Matt what's the name of the player you know Grizz tell us who it is this band you know somebody come on very early and said a Pepe bid is being made um, so Matt A are you panicking? Or are you completely at ease with this? Or and B, do you still think something happens? And C, what's the name? Just tell us. <laughs> uh, I'm not panicking at all. Uh, this team now, not just Klopp and his coaches, but the, the the full team which is looking after Liverpool Football Club have earned the right for our trust. Um, everything that they've done, just just go right back to the very beginning and look at like if you look at the beginning from where Edwards came in and 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 took that role upon himself and started making all the transfers, 
look at who they put in, look at the team they built from that. From oh yeah, okay, look at just after Rogers left and from go from there. Look at where the club is now. We've four years we've had three European finals. You can't really blame the transfer uh, team and and the coaching staff for losing them two finals because one of them we had a player who had brain farts and then the other one we had uh, another player who had brain farts and and this is and, and we lost two finals because of it we could be three European cups up here so just just give them the time they know what they're doing they they see every day the players at the training ground they know exactly who they want and and we. We've trusted them this far, and they've got us this far. So I don't understand why people are, are panicking and and going about why demanding transfers when, like, Klopp knows what he needs for this team a lot more than we do. And think back to the other, the old Liverpool days, and we used to always bring kids through the academy. So maybe we're, we're, people want a striker. What if that stifles Brewster, and then we never actually get to see him and we sell him on? I, if Klopp thinks he's good enough, then I'm happy with giving Brewster the chance this season. He's seen him a lot more than I have and a lot more than we have. Um, but number two, saying that, I do think we bring someone in in the attacking position. And yeah, I, I think we definitely bring someone in up front, either wide or central. We may get a left back, a young one. That's my guess. Okay. Chris, um, are you panicking at all over this? Like, I'll give my opinion in a minute because I've had a good think about this this today because I thought yeah. it might be the main topic that we, we hit on for the show. But is, is there any panic from you, um, or do you just do you just think like Kev's Kev's, Kev's saying there? It's not panic. It's it's you keep looking to improve. Um, people will argue that. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I see that. Yeah, no, that's that's. But, that's I mean, just, no. just just touching just touching quickly. You look at the average age of our team, and most most players, I think it's a general consensus that players reach their peak around 27, 28. Most of our team is under that age, so just but we are improving just through Klopp's coaching. An extra year of him, we got. I know everyone hates saying it, but Ox coming back is a like a new signing. And 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 we've got the young players as well. And Naby Keita's got another season under his belt where he's a lot more settled in the in the uh, area now. He, he's integrating the team a lot more. So we've got him. So just by the theory of most players peak at twenty seven, twenty eight, the team is still improving. They're still on the upward trajectory of their their uh, their career. So we should, in theory, improve as a team without buying anyone. Bring in bring that into play where we've got players maturing from the youth set up like Brewster and like the left backs and Hoovers and, and people like that, then as a as a squad we're also getting better. Of obviously it's the easy, quicker way is to buy someone, but Klopp's got the trust in his own coaching ability and so have I. Yeah, that's fair enough. Grace, go on, what were you gonna say there? I I was gonna agree with Matt most of what Matt's saying, except the end bit where he's sort of change now because he does that where with where, where the end bit where he adds it's it's not a panic but there but i can totally understand the frustration if we don't bring someone in oh. see what it is i find and it happens no it doesn't happen every summer but it was i thought it might not happen this summer where we've just come off an amazing season points tally wise we've won the champions league and to put it into context, like uh, Matt says, like you know, we're coming on the back of like what three finals now, European finals, improving every year. We also knew or know if we didn't, if we didn't know then when we hired him, we know now that Klopp is a coach, and he's a very hands-on type coach where he believes in coaching. He doesn't believe like Mourinho or or some would say Pep, even though I think Pep's an elite coach. But he doesn't, he doesn't believe in just solely buying to fix problems. And if we analyze it overall, he's fixed quite a few problems. Yes, he's bought to fix a lot of problems, but a lot of the problems he's solved with his coaching ability and his coaching staff's ability in terms of the setup of the team and how we operate and how we don't rely on one player now anymore. Like we used to rely on Suarez and then Coutinho after that. I, I think it's fair to say we don't rely on one player now. So 
you know, sort of as soon as we won that Champions League, everyone was on a high end saying, oh, in Klopp we trust, Edwards, what a man, etc., etc. And as the summer's going, it just, it's just natural for some (laughs) fans just to start clamoring for transfers. Now, some would throw it back in my face and say, well, you're the one who fucking gives us all this hype back. You know, we're signing it. Well, no, I don't say X, Y, Z. I tell people from what I hear of who we're linked with, who we might sign. Now, ultimately, it's up to Klopp and, you know, as, as influential as I am, ultimately, it's up to Klopp and Cole to decide if they as, want to play. As influential as you are. Is that what you just said? Yeah, as influential, <laughs> as, as, as influential as I am, yeah. right, ultimately, it's up to, you know, the, as, 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 as Matt says, the people that know way more than any of us if we do need play X, Y, Z. Now, I understand, and I totally understand the frustration though, because we're coming from a, we could be recruiting from a point of strength now. This is the strongest we've been as a club in terms of, um, you know, players that want to come to us. What's the word I'm looking for? Appeal. Proposition. We're, we're a very attractive proposition to players. And, and, and I believe firmly that we should capitalize on that. But that's just my, as a fan who wants, you know, us not to stand still from a layman's point of view. Plans may be into place where we're not looking to stand still. We are looking to improve, but and Klopp believes his coaching will make us improve. Also, added to the fact as yeah, the old cliche, a lot of those players will be like new signings. Yeah, well, but so 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 it's, it's it's more frustration. It could be if we don't bring in someone. I still firmly believe we bring in someone. I have an idea who I. Th- Think it might be or thought it might be, mm-hmm. but you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we see what happens. If he doesn't look, if if you're going to say to me, if we don't bring anyone in, will I be pissed off? No, I'll be frustrated. Okay, I wouldn't be frustrated. I wouldn't be pissed off. I would have a slight concern, um, like you know, also as well. Yeah, oh, go, go on. on. No, go, go on. Go ahead before I um. Go I was going to say we, we, the problem is, I mean, Klopp and Edward, Edwards, obviously they know who they want if they're available they'll get him the issue is if we panic and go out and buy someone just just for the sake of buying then a lot of time you, you get stuck with with a player generally on high wages who you can't get rid of look at like Andy Carroll and, and Aquilani and all these players we've had in the past and made mistakes by panic buying and then they've caused us shit and tied up wages. You want they're to look probably at the best examples? Yeah, they're probably the best examples of panic buyers, man. Actually, I, w- I would rather not, not sign anyone than make a bad signing. And at the moment, for the last three, four years, we haven't been making bad signings. So, which I'm, ju- I'm just me personally, I understand why people are people do want a, uh, a player, but for me personally, I'd rather sign no one than someone bad. I'm well, just gonna well, can I give a counter argument to that, Matt? I mean, I, no. t- I kind of agree to you, but some a lot of fans will say, and I'm probably in there, right, and say we're now in a position of financial strength where we can take a risk, Matt. We, yeah, yeah, but a risk on the right player, saying. not a risk on 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 the on the bad player. That's what I'm Every, saying. There, there'll be a list. Ed, Edwards, yeah, I know, but the, you, you minimise that risk. Edwards and Klopp will have a top three, top four for each position. If they're not available, you go and get someone who could be okay, but not in the top four. Mm, I know that. No, I, I, no, I don't believe that. If that's the case, then of course, fair enough, we don't. But I don't think, us as a proposition, us in the financial state we're in, <clears> that we would have to revert to our third or fourth choices. That's just my opinion. Well, it's, it's my it's my opinion that from the start of the summer, like you, you make good points there, and look, there's loads of people making great points on the on the on the comments here, and I am I'm not ignoring them. It's just so many of them. I'm trying to keep up with them as I go. So remembering names is quite hard when they're lashing up the screen at you know thirty messages every five seconds. Where's but, Tina when you need it? Well, well pe- 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 people are asking there like, what's the name? You know, what name do you think it is? What name do you think? Look, I can tell you. I can tell you, not, I'm not speaking for these two lads. What, what I've seen and read and think, I think Pepe is the most, the most viable of these, of these transfers. I think there's been so much said about him that there has to be something there. I think Lille, isn't it Lille he plays for? I think Lille have put certain comments out and to make it look like a lot of interest in him and now it's gone all very quiet on that. For me it would be Pepe just reading between some sort of line 
to, to, I'd say if it was my personal opinion on what's the most viable or the most likely to happen, I think it would be Pepe. But look, going back to go and and the reason I say that is because. Can I just give my context on Pepe? Because I've seen a lot of comments <clears> and <throat> so questions on Twitter. I will, people, I will get to my know. opinion on this squad sometimes tonight. Come on. No, go on. No, come on. You can give you a bit on Pepe. Hey, Mick's go got a good panic buy here. Balotelli. Yeah, brilliant panic boy. And it wasn't Lovely. even a panic boy. Nice it, was, one, it was panic mixed with, you can have him or Samuel Etio, I think it was at the time. Um, but look, I, I, get on, I get on to what, what I think, right? At the end of last season, we were, Europe, we, are, we were and still are European, European cup holders, right? You look at it and you think Moreno's goals and Sturridge goals. Fairly, fairly mainstays in, in the squad. That's, that's agreed by all, right? Uh, not playing many games, Moreno in particular. So, and yeah. he has that option and he doesn't use it. I think he would have liked to use it a little bit more, but didn't trust the player. That's my opinion on it, right? He, he loses Sturridge and Brewster comes in. I have no issue with that because I think Brewster will offer mortals than Sturridge did. The Sturridge of last season. All right, so I've no issue with that. The left back thing, I think he should go and do something because it's it, it makes sense to be able to give Robertson that rest because he's so all action and played a, probably ninety five percent of the games last season. He will need a rest. The thing is, the front three are, are going on. The, all of them now will be going into probably their second full year of football without any kind of massive break. Two, three weeks max. All right, we need something there. Now, don't get me wrong, if we don't sign something there or anything before the season starts, I do look at the squad and go, Oxlade-Chamberlain is a, is a bonus for this season because we missed them last and look sharp so far. Um, you know, Keita, another season a season behind them, looks good, right? I've no problem with that. But we have a couple of players, and Oxlade-Chamberlain and Keita come into that along with the likes of Gomez that have had injuries and you're relying on them not to get an injury in order for this squad to be strengthened. Okay? If there's an injury or two there, the squad is still really, really good, achieved an awful lot, mm. but I would like to see somebody come in, preferably in the attacking positions, so the front three can be given a rest because I still think the drop to Brewster and Arik is that little bit too much. I want somebody that, that you want to put in. So, I agree. So when, it, when, it, like com- when, when, it, when it comes to August the 8th or whatever this window shuts, if Liverpool are sitting with the squad that they have now, I'm perfectly fine with that. On the provision that Gomez, Keita, Oxley, chamberlain all these players have a full season of fitness because we're dropping off then. We're, on, we're, on, we're dropping off if these, if these boys go missing. If we, get to, if we get to the 8th of August and we've signed an attacking player, I'm over the moon because it's another string to our bow and it, it means that we can pick and choose a little bit more at different parts of the season to make us stronger throughout the season and towards the end when it goes, you know, when, when we get to the business end of it. So that's, I'm not panicking. I, I wouldn't be frustrated. I, I just have a slight concern. And I've always said it, in a position of strength, you strengthen all the time, just whenever you can. But I take Matt's point that you don't go out and panic, boy. You have to buy the right player at the right time. That's the way I, like, I see it. One last thing. We've all, we all say we need a striker, even me. Um, not striker, someone who can... Oh, sorry, Matt. Sorry, Matt. Just, yeah. sorry, Matt, just uh, try when, one. Some, somebody said there, so that means you're not happy with the squad. No, no, no. I'm perfectly happy with the squad. Perfectly happy with the squad. But there is one or two provisions that you have to look at within this squad in order to be... To, for me to say, yeah, absolutely bang on. And that means probably players getting through the season fit. If they fall off, you may have an issue. That's that's just like the clarifier. Go ahead. Louis Bolly's just said exactly what I was about to say. Everyone's saying we need someone in the front three, which I agree with. I would like someone up there. But I watched that Barca game again yesterday, and I realised we didn't even have Salah or or Bobby. Yeah. And we beat them four nil. So we all think the drop off massive, but is it really that big? I mean, I, I haven't had to look at the the stats. Without on, one, them, on, one, on one game, you'll probably get away with it. But I think if you if you were missing, if say for argument's sake, Firmino and uh, say let's say Firmino and Mane go down for six weeks each at the same time, I know the chances of happen are limited. But I think the output from Origi and Bruce that compared to them to over six weeks could make you suffer. Maybe, but that would happen to any team. Even if we brought a new player in and we had Mane and Firmino out for six weeks. We'll still see a drop off. Yeah, we th- yeah I know, but 
But what I'm saying is, I, it's all very well having a drop off. Like you, you will have a drop off of Torigi and Brewster. I just want, if it was to happen, I want somebody that is probably more versatile than either of them because Origi is okay off the left. He's more of a, a striker. Brewster is most definitely a front man. I would just like somebody that's more versatile than them and will be really pushing the front three because let's be honest about it, everyone fit, Brewster and Origi, all things being equal, don't stand a fucking chance of getting into where side of them three are fit. I want somebody that will push these three and by pushing them it means that if one of them does have a little you know, a little niggle or something, you're, you're really happy and really confident with this guy going in for not just one game, two, three, four games. That's what I'm looking at. Oh, anything on the Sancho rumours, we're going to get that in a minute as well. Come on. No, Come on, that's, I think we've covered. I've got, I think we've covered this, 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 you know, need for a wide attacker or multifunctional forward or whatever. I think we've covered it since the start of the transfer window. I think there's no one will say we, you know, no one will say we don't need another body in there, right? Mm. Except maybe Klopp and Edwards, right? But even them, I don't think it's um, they're trying, you know. We know they're trying. We know they're trying because of the the inquiries they've made for the likes of Pepe and et cetera, et cetera. And the Sancho, what we may, we may cover later. So as Matt says, you know, mm. We're in a position of strength and people know this and people also know that we've got money. I think we're playing smart. That's, and I'm, and I'm not, and I, this is totally my opinion with a bit of solid info, right? But I know, I know we're not sitting there not doing F4 and resting on our laurels. We're just not, it's just not Edwards or Klopp to do that. And, and, and for us not to trust them, I think it's, 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 it's mad. It's absolutely mad for us to think they're sitting on their hands, not doing anything or trying things. We're just being smart. And we've always been smart. We've, we've, we've seen, as we've given examples of what happens when we panic or the likes of what Man United are doing now and sort of Madrid, whatever. We're not that club. We're not that kind of setup. We're pushing, we're playing smart. And we played smart and we got VVD in the end. We played smart and we got Allison in the end and Cater. I firmly believe we're play, we're shopping smart again and we get who we want in the end. Okay. Um which is Big Joe Gomez um Big Joe Gomez says, Grace, yeah. can, can you give us some context for your opinions on Pepe? You really have to answer yeah, that because right. he's put context in the question. And it's your favourite oh, word. So, no, no, okay, so I'm just gonna give what I what I think or what our situation with Pepe is and then, you know, that's it, it's just an opinion. Yeah, there's no facts involved. Right? People gotta establish that. Right, the, some some opinions may be informed than others, but they're opinions. So when people jump on my head, shut your mouths. Right. So the situation is, Pepe is You're getting we very quiet, upset. We we aggressive. Very upset and aggressive. Go on. It's no, I didn't eat properly today. Right. That that portion I showed you. That's because you're on a paddle you fucking it's, madman. There's not, it's not enough. There was not enough in that. Not enough meat on that plate. Pepe situation is. I believe he wants us. Above any other team, the problem, the situation is his manager, his coach. Sorry, not his manager, his coach. They've tried to get us in an auction. We've done exactly what we've done with Hernandez. We've walked away. We're not getting involved in auctions this year. We don't need to start outbidding. You know, when the prices start getting for seventy million for Pepe, we're not interested. We know he wants us. We're in the hope. I, I in my opinion, we're in the hope that. He tells them that he only wants Liverpool and it's very similar to the Allison deal where, you know, eventually his club realised, OK, nobody else he doesn't want to go to anybody else and nobody else willing to pay that kind of money for him. It's Liverpool or bust. Player wants us. It's up to us if we strike a deal. In my opinion, that's the situation. That's, that's as far as I think the situation is. We're biding our time. If they want to come back to the table and say, yeah, all right, no problem. You know, I think, in my opinion, if you're talking figures, we're looking at around 50 million. We're looking to pay for him. Teams are offering more than that. He's saying no to everyone. The likes of Napoli, <clears throat> you're not, he's not interested in them. He only wants us. PSG are not interested in him. He may want PSG ahead of us, but there's nothing else to it. It's just a matter of we're not getting into auctions. We're not, that's why we've denied all interest. <clears throat> we're not, because, you know, we're not interested. I think a lot of journalists have been playing with words. We're not interested. The reason why we're not interested is that price. We're not interested in that price. So, you know, thank you very much. When a chairman and the owner of the club 
and the coach have come out and the top, top journalists in France and said Liverpool are interested and have inquired and have had talks, then you know there is something there. Because the owner and the coach wouldn't say there's been talks with our player if there's no, you know what I mean? There's no smoke without fire. We're denying everything just like because of our past history and what's been going on. So that's the situation with Pepe at the moment. It's, it's okay. in limbo. All right. Um, just, a, just one more answer. Um, the window closes on the 8th. I'm, I'm going to say the 8th. I have the 8th in my head for some reason. I could be wrong there. Someone might fix my, um, they might uh, correct me on that. But, um, Liverpool gets the 8th and the window closes. Between now and then, how many signings do we make, Chris? Just give me an answer. One. One. Uh, Matt? Two. Two. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm staying on two. I'm staying on two. Someone's made a, a point there and it has to be always remembered. Why would there be panic? You know, it's, it's, transfer windows are planned well in advance. Um, I still have this feeling that we hadn't got, you know, three positions with six players on each list. I think we had three players and if they came available, we would absolutely go for it. Um, I'm sticking by that. Um, I could, again, I could be way off the mark, but I'm going to stick by that. Uh, lads, Jaden Sancho, he played against us the other night. He'd done okay. He's a massive prospect. Um, he was with City as a young player, am I right? He goes to Dortmund to get some, to get some, um, first team football. He actually, he, he explodes, um, over there. Um, he's in the England side now. He's, he's pushing to become a proper regular there. There was word came out last night through different different people that this could be a deal that Liverpool are looking to do <coughs> this summer for a transfer to happen next summer, a little bit like Naby Keita. Matt, what do you feel on this Jaden Sancho and this kind of rumour that's going about? Do you think there's anything in it? Uh, I don't know. I, I, it hasn't come from any journalists in Germany. At the moment, with Liverpool... The local journalists don't aren't getting told anything. This is what it looks like anyway. It looks like it's completely shop shop. So you've got to look at the the foreign journalists. You look at the ones in France and the Pepe talk, etc. And it looks promising. There's nothing coming from Germany at the moment. Saying that doesn't mean it's not true. So I I, I don't know. I haven't seen anything really about that. Just two lads on Twitter um, who, who look like they're saying it's done for next season. If it is, I, I would fucking love him. I like, I love him as a player. I think he'll be yeah. perfect for us. He, yeah. He's the the perfect clock mould, and it's what everyone, all us fans, sorry, all the fans are crying out for uh, a dynamic attack. Well, now, so but... yeah, right now, not next season. But again, like Kaita, you, you take it rather than not getting him. I think if it's if it's this or nothing, you go for this, um, oh. and that's and it might be it. Okay, um, Gary. Gary Paul, I think is the guy's name, it just popped off my screen there. Um he says um he says if if we do do something along these lines, um is you know, with a Jaden Sancho for next season, does it mean that um we somebody leaves Mane or Salah? Grizz would do you wanna would you wanna take that one before uh, you give your not opinion? Necessarily. I know the pessimistic fans or you know, the slightly insecure fans will say straight away, oh, that means Salah's gone. It doesn't mean that. Um, you know, no one really knows what's going to happen next year. You know, that's mad. We're not selling anyone this summer. Yeah. We're not selling what? anyone no, no, we don't no, want no. to. No, I think, I think no, the thought no, 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 was, if we do a deal for Jaden Sancho for next summer, it would mean that one of our front three would be leaving next summer. I just wanted yeah, to see if so you agree with that. So, I mean, that's just pure... That's just pure you know, being totally, totally sort of insecure about our situation and how how strong Klopp has affinity with the player and sort of players not wanting to, you know, stay there for long. So we can't, um, you know, talk about that too much yet. What I can say is about the Sancho link, uh, last week I heard we're trying to do a kind of a deal, you know, Naby Keita style deal for a kid from Bundesliga. Now, I'm going to admit, I didn't have a name. I automatically thought and assumed... Because there was a lot of talk on Twitter, is that Kai Havertz uh, okay. chap from Leverkusen? So, so when I because I wasn't given a name, uh, someone who I do trust, but he wouldn't give me a name. The name is actually Jordan San- Jaden Sancho is the guy we're trying to sign for next season. We've actually tried to sign him for this season, which again shows we are being active and we are doing things behind the back, uh, behind the scenes, behind the back. 
were doing behind things behind the scenes. There was no chance. There was no chance his club let him go. Dortmund let him go in the same season as uh, Pulisic. So, but as we know, Dortmund are a selling club ultimately. So we are in the process of trying to do some sort of deal for next summer. For I thought it was for Kay Havertz, but it's not. Um, it's actually Jaden Sancho. Again, a lot of frustration. A lot of fans will be frustrated that why can't we do it? Well, it's not possible, is it? If some things are not possible, that's why um, you know it's it, you know we can't uh, criticize too much because something. And but but the link is, is uh, in my opinion, the link is very very uh, true. It's from a reliable, very reliable source. Okay. Um... I think it was Mikey asked there, could we talk tomorrow about uh, the stadium expansion, i.e. the Anfield Road End and the Nike Short Deal? Yes, I will most definitely talk about that tomorrow, uh, Monday. Monday's tomorrow, yeah, 10, 10 p.m., come on there and give us your views on that. I will write that down and definitely speak about that. Um, Matt, um, does, does, some, does somebody live if, if we do do this deal? Say for look, let's be honest. Say we do with David Jaden Sancho and he's signing on the fourth of July next year. Does that to you trigger a thought that well one of the front three must be gone, or do we need to look further and go? Now hold on, that just makes our squad much much stronger, and we're keeping what we have. Nah, if someone's going, they're going to go whatever. It's if someone like Salah or Mane is going to go next summer, it's not because we're getting someone in. It's because someone like Real Madrid's made a bid of 190 million for them, and they've turned their head. <clears throat> One thing doesn't affect the other, but they both can happen, and, and they both might not. Um, we won't. We I don't think we plan our our future, our club, and our transfers on big players going anymore. It's not what we do. So it, for me, it's it's just a negative way to look at a good positive, um, and I won't be doing it. If they go, they go. It's it's nothing to do with Sancho for next season. Okay, um, my thoughts on it. Um, it's it's come out over the last day or two. I I I'd be surprised to see us announce something on Jaden Sancho between now and the end of the transfer window for next season. Um, but we never know. Jaden Sancho could be telling his club that he wants to leave next year, and they're going to do the best deal they can. You never know. Um, Paul Tabley's asking there about what about Philippe Max for left back. Um, we discussed that the other night. Um, I think Grizz was telling us that he really likes him. He's seen him five or six times. He was telling Andy on the on when we were watching the match as well the other night. Um, but um, but, we, but Grizz touched on something there, you know, about players. You know, when when Klopp has an affinity to them and, and a like for them and stuff like that. That brings you back to um, Usman Dembele. Um, it's gone very quiet on Usman Dembele and Philip Coutinho and the Neymar thing. You know, it's it's um, it's it's one of those situations that's gone really quiet. It's brewing, it's yeah, it's, it's, it, I don't know if it's even brewing because you'd usually be getting some sort of information out. The last we had was a couple of days ago where, um, sorry, Shout Mohammed says Dembele is the perfect player for us. Oh, yeah, absolutely agree. Um, but it's I don't know if it's brewing. There might be something happening in the background, but. Um, I think I think if you know the Jaden Sancho thing might be true. I just keep thinking back to the Usman Dembele simply because, like you said, when Klopp's like somebody, he sticks with them and he and he stays with them until he until he can get hold of them. So we'll um, we'll have to go and see on that. Um, where are we going now? We've touched on Jaden Sancho. We've touched on transfers, the panic, the diff, the bits and pieces. Um, anything else, lads? Before we go, have you got anything else you'd like to discuss, Chris? Um, Who's your preferred midfield three for the season? I'm looking forward to today's game. Um, preferred midfield. I, I'm actually, I am actually looking forward. I do actually look forward to pre-season, and as, as the quality of the opposition gets sort of better and better, I'd like to see how we step up as well. So I'm actually looking forward to the game. Maybe watching it with you later. Um, we try to stick to the football this time, but no, um, no we're not. I try, innit? Sorry, sorry Michael, Michael Case says that the, the Neymar deal is stalling because uh, Coutinho not wanting to move to PSG. That's really, really possible. That's, that's <laughs> a, it's a possible explanation. Oh, sorry, yeah, there's a good question here. Um, um, sorry, Grace, to cut across you. Gareth Bale, right? Um, I wanted to talk about this. Gareth Bale, I, I don't know if anyone knows how many um, years he has on his contract. 
I did see a quote from a while ago saying, if I don't get the wages I'm on now, I'll just play golf until... Uh, I think it's two years, isn't it? Two years, 500 grand. Yeah, and he's basically said he'll play golf for two years if, if no one will pay him that sort of money. Um, Matt, is Gareth Bale an option? No, not for that. Not for them wages. It's not worth it. I had a look. Um, since 16-17 season, he's missed 258 days through injury. Right. We, we're we looking at getting plays in. What? Eight and a half months. Eight and a half calendar months, basically. Ah, it's ridiculous. We're looking at getting someone in. And what's the point of getting someone in if he's not not uh, if he's injured? Might as well just keep Lallana. Um No, it's not for me. Not not a five hundred grand. If Madrid want to pay four hundred and twenty grand of it, then I'll take him. Otherwise, now nah, he can fuck off. Yeah, Kevin Sullivan says Bale has three years left on his deal, which is uh, ah, which mate. makes it even more difficult. Sorry, Grizz, I just wanted to touch on that before him um, because it just popped up today. Um, but what were you saying, Grizz? Go on, walk away. Sorry for interrupting you. Okay. He's forgotten how he's just placed his order on Just Eat. <laughs> I have. Deliver him. He's got chicken on the brain. No, I mean, I mean, Matt asked a question because um, he was bored about what will what will be our strongest midfield if everyone's fit, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Your preferred midfield tree. We we go with that. Yeah, it's a bit of a stupid question, you know. I mean, I bet you're going to answer. No, yeah, no, it's a stupid question because. The answer is, you know, it all depends on the game, the situation, mm. what, what, you know, what, you know, different tactics for different teams for different matches. All right, we're playing four three three against United away. Who's your fucking midfield three? You know when he starts snapping, snapping, you know when he starts swearing, at, you know me, yeah, you know who's your fucking midfield three? So like, so basically, if we're we playing Man United, from Man United away, midfield three in my, for me, would be. Uh, straightforward enough would be Fabinho, Hendo, and Jin. Okay. <clears throat> Mine would be. Oh, I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. No, no, done. Done. No, done. <laughs> Solid info. Done. Gav. Ox, Ox is back, isn't he? Gav. Fabinho. Fabinho. Ox for who? Ox for Hendo. Okay. Uh, Mine would be. Everyone fit, everyone ready to go. Fabino, Wijnaldum, Oxley Chamberlain. Yeah, football man. That's what I go with. <laughs> um, yeah, because I'm thinking what we what we up against United away and stuff like that. But look, that's that's where our squad comes down for it. You'll probably get ten people, and they probably give you about six or seven different answers out of them ten, which is which is fair mm, enough. Probably. Um, What's yours, Matt? What's yours, man? Well, yeah, you, you haven't even asked for fucking three here. Eh? Um, <laughs> talking about ten people. I would go Fab. Sorry, Matt. Sorry. Genie, because I love him. Yeah. And Kaiser. Yeah, you see, that's the one where the, I think for being on nails, I think you're looking at Wijnaldum. Away to United. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's fuck just... United. Away to City. That's like the, the ultimate away game for us. Okay. Uh, no, United's fine. We'll see. Look, I'll tell you why. Ox. Ox is very, very good going forward. Michael, Case, okay, Michael Case says Ox, Ox can't train after a game. I wouldn't count on him yet. Yeah, well, Ox is better going forward. But, I mean, Case is very good from what we saw at Leipzig, but we haven't seen it at Liverpool yet, only in glimpses. But, Case is pressing and his work as is uh, tracking back and as the team is better than Ox's and that's why I'd go for him. Well, we probably need to play two left wingers and two left backs because Wan-Bissaka is better than fucking Pelé, apparently. Um, <laughs> he loses the Did ball and then he chases the, the ball United... and then he kicks her over the corner. Did you, the funniest one was the video from their training and he literally just passes the ball inside. Some fella kicks her in the goal and one fella puts it up on Twitter. Another assist for Wan-Bissaka. <laughs> Fucking brilliant! All right, so we've done, we've done Man City away. What's our what's your midfield for? Name one of the teams that's promoted. Norwich. Oh, I should have said We've done this. Nor- Norwich City at home. Move on, Gav. Shut up, Chris. Norwich City at home. Lallana in the six. What's your midfield three for Norwich City at home? Lallana, Lallana in the six. Lallana in the six. Milner 
and um, and Henderson. No, 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 no. Norwich at home would be Fabinho, Lallana, and Keita. Right, it won't be because Lallana doesn't exist. Lallana, Grukic, and Milner. Grukic, yeah, they back in emergency loan, return on emergency. Um, but look, uh, up above my head over here, the lads can't see it, but there's a YouTube ticker. Um, it tells you the subscriptions we have on YouTube. Um, if we get that to 1500, Grizz is going to sing a song live like he did the only 17 last Christmas, I think it was. If it gets to 2000, Grizz will promise never to sing again. Um, that's how it's going to work. Um, as I said before, anyone watching this, um, I always ask you to share on, on Periscope. Uh, tell people about YouTube subscribe on YouTube you will need to subscribe to YouTube for the match later on we are only doing this on YouTube later on okay go to YouTube go to LFC Day Trippers hit the subscribe button hit the little bell note the bell symbol there that'll give you a notification that we're going live we're going to me, myself and Grizz we'll see if Andy is still uh, knocking around with a, with, a, with a carton of red wine or whatever he was trying to drink the other night and um, we'll get on we'll watch this match we'll have a chat while we're watching it and we'll try to do some commentary and Grizz wants to do analysis we'll do all the proper analysis at half time and stuff but if you go to YouTube click on the click on LFC Day Trippers subscribe and we will be live from 10 to 11 Irish time next week next week later on tonight and we'll watch the game only on YouTube later on, okay? So if you're not following us on or subscribed on YouTube, go and do it now and we'll talk to you at 10 to 11 later on tonight. Bring a beer, bring whatever you want. Um, I'll try to tell Andy not to bring crisps because he was munching away on something the other night and it was very annoying. But um, now that's been, that's been the fat back for, for tonight. 51 minutes. We're, we're really good at timing this now. Um, Matt, any other business before you go? No. No. All right. I love you. I'll talk to you next week. Grace, any other business before you go? No, I'm going to see your stupid face in a couple of hours. Yeah, no worries. No worries. And I'll, see, you, and I'll see yours. I love you too. Um, that's been the Fatback 4. Thanks a million for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe to YouTube for the game later on. We will watch it. We're only doing this during pre-season. We're not going to do this for every game. We're only doing it for a laugh. Um, but we'll talk to you then. Have a good one. Over and out. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Sports Social Podcast Network.